Some guy take Kat to be a lawfully wedded wife. Celebrities, they're just like us, or that's what we like to believe, and nothing sells that story better than when celebrities get together with, to use Roman Roy's term from succession, normos. Well, what do the normos like? There's a renewed interest in the celebrity-normo relationship, as we can see in a series of recent fictional romances in examples like Marry Me, Station Eleven, and Starstruck. Who phones Jesse should try and kiss Tom the movie star? And today's media is fascinated by speculation over real-life relationships between famous actors and often not exactly normal but less famous partners like Adele and sports agent Rich Paul, Margot Robbie's producer and assistant director husband Tom Ackerley, or Zoe Deschanel's quarantine-escalated romance with Property Brothers producer and star Jonathan Scott. In fact, Zoe Deschanel headlined a 2021 revamped version of the classic game show The Dating Game, with the twist being that celebrities choose from one of three normos to Date. Because it's about time someone started caring about the romantic lives of famous people. We've always been fascinated with the idea of the fairy tale romance that can bridge the gap between people of any two worlds. But it's striking that the tone of modern celebrity normo stories is shifting to give a lot more power and glamour to the normo character. Do you really bump into Kate at the shop or are you just stalking me? Bit of both. In our lives where rich people's excess has gone so far and social media can make it feel like everyone lives under a spotlight, the regular character represents an appealing genuineness, depth, and down-to-earth authenticity. I called you a regular guy as a compliment, like you aren't caught up in all the bullshit. But is there even any such thing as normal anymore? Here's our take on our fascination with celebrities who date down or up with a new fairy tale creature, the amazingly real Normo. Hanging what you guys said there, I mean, feel kinda normal. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get notified about all our new videos. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped is trusted by more than 4 million men worldwide for providing premium tools and formulations for grooming and hygiene. Right now, you can get 20% off by going to Manscaped.com and using promo code THETAKE. Not sure what to get with this awesome deal? Manscaped just debuted the Ultra Premium Collection. It's a brand new lineup of men's products meant to keep you hydrated from head to toe during the cold winter months and beyond. This collection is seriously a one-stop shop for a perfect grooming routine. Take the Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, which is a million times better than anything you can get in a drugstore. This non-greasy daily conditioning formula is naturally hydrating and rich in antioxidants to keep your hair feeling its healthiest. And it gives you a subtle masculine scent. Pair it with the Ultra Premium Hydrating Body Spray for moisturizing those hard-to-reach areas and Manscaped's free gift with the collection, the Lip Balm. The Ultra Premium Collection is entirely cruelty-free, paraben-free, and vegan. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code THETAKE for 20% off your order, plus free international shipping. This is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen in life. Celebrity-slash-normo stories are infused with wish-fulfillment. They hinge on the Cinderella fantasy that by falling in love with someone from the wealthy elite, you could be fast-tracked to a life of opulence, luxury, and happiness. She poops along on this level till the prince comes to shoe fits. She 
achieve off-scale happiness. It's a fantasy that represents validation, and like Cinderella, you wouldn't rise to the top through any underhanded social climber tactics, but because you're existing, natural goodness and beauty would shine through and dazzle the prince. There are various categories of this story, like the royal falling for a regular citizen, think a Christmas prince coming to America, or crazy rich Asians, the star falling for a wannabe star and helping the whole world see their talent, think a star is born or singing in the rain, or just the unlikely romance between a famous person and an unknown who really gets the star in a way the rest of the world doesn't, think Notting Hill or the bodyguard. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy. It's obvious why this story formula is exciting for anyone who identifies with the normal person. Being wanted by a celebrity proves that the normo is special and important, even if their world doesn't see that. Wait, wait, it's just a cleaner. When the story starts, they might be in a stagnant place where they're accepting a life which is a little dull and less than the one they're capable of. And the influx of star power helps kickstart their existence into something a little more dazzling. Today, though, we're seeing more portrayals that underline how this is a fairy tale on both both sides. The normo grounds the celeb, offering the authenticity, everyday fun, and relationships with regular family and friends that the famous person had lost in their glamorous existence, which probably isn't as fulfilling as it looks. And every time I get my heart broken, the newspapers splash it about as though it's entertainment. <laughs> In Marry Me, Jennifer Lopez's pop star Kat Valdez and Owen Wilson's high school teacher Charlie are both going through tough times, before they spontaneously get married upon first setting eyes on each other in front of an audience. And as unlikely or mismatched a pair as they seem, their different backgrounds bring out the best in each other and make material improvements on each other's lives. Kat discovering an actual simpler love with Charlie Are you asking me to the school dance? inspires her to write her biggest hit, while the excitement of Kat's stardom is what helps Charlie rekindle his relationship with his daughter. In the end, it's not about either of them leaving their life behind, but rather how their very different lives complement each other perfectly. In Starstruck, we see a similar dynamic play out with Normo, Jessie, stuck in something of a rut, not sure what she's doing with her life, and movie star Tom recently split from his girlfriend and feeling isolated from the real world because of his fame. You can't call people civilians. To you, that's what they are. His attention confirms that Jessie's a cool, amazing catch with exciting things ahead of her, just at the moment when she's doubting herself. And through being with funny and fun Jessie, Tom, who's creatively unfulfilled, unhappy with the movies he's making, seems to reconnect with a lost goofiness, fun, and spontaneous realness that in turn encourages him to question why he's not simply trying to make films he thinks are good. How about we try and find something for me that's actually good? The way that Tom implicitly feels Jesse can restore something real to his life and career is an astute observation of how we do look to actual celebrity normal person relationships as proof that the celebrity in question has hidden depth and integrity. The fact that Matt Damon met his wife Luciana Barroso when she was working behind a bar and she told Vogue the movie star part wasn't really a factor, to me he's just Matt, makes some fans view Damon as a relatable, everyman type character. In this way, the normo can undoubtedly be a public image asset for the celebrity, something that's played on in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Tell me again why you're making me have dinner with an Okie. We just need to do something, Tad, to remind Jimmy Ng in America that you are the boy next door. But Marry Me, Starstruck, and Station Eleven all draw a deeper connection between their normo character and making good creative work. In Station Eleven, when famous actor Arthur marries unknown Miranda, the biggest conflict in their marriage is actually her work. While her job is in logistics, she's privately writing a graphic novel. You're always locked up in that little room, all by yourself, 
working on things that nobody is allowed to see. No one can see because I'm not, I'm not done. While Arthur is the successful one, the story implies it's Miranda who is secretly the great artist. In the future, where most people have been wiped out by a virus, her self-published graphic novel becomes, apart from Shakespeare, the most definitive piece of literature to survive. Station 11 was printed at Selinsky's Print and Copy Stop in Chicago, Illinois on November 28, 2020. So Miranda isn't truly normal at all. It's just that her anonymity keeps her connected to something richer and more meaningful about life, while Arthur's stardom seems to feed his insecurity and vanity and make him less connected to the real world before he goes on to become a cliché, getting involved with his famous co-star after Miranda and having more affairs. As Kathleen newman Bermang writes, Miranda's goal isn't the glory, it's doing the work. What's the point of doing all that work if no one's going to see it? It makes me happy. The things that the celebrity and the normo embody in these pairings are things that we all crave, authenticity and that star quality. Too often it appears that these might be mutually exclusive, that extreme success puts you in a bubble while being normal means you'll forever be undervalued. So we relish examples that promise you can have both, the excitement and glamour of extreme success without losing who you are in the process. That's the real fairy tale we cling to. A line in a Vogue profile on Damon and Luciana Barroso reads, Damon believes that pairing up with a civilian, his words, is precisely how he's kept any sort of normalcy in his life. For someone that has four daughters, how do you stay looking this young? I have a, an incredible wife, that's why, so, so she takes all the pressure off me. So what even is this mythic normalcy? Normal is relative. When George Clooney finally married Amal Alamuddin, there were countless features that asked the question of who exactly this woman was to have finally tied down Hollywood's most eligible bachelor. But quickly, a new narrative recalibrated the collective interpretation. Yes, Amal Alamuddin may have been unknown, but as a hugely successful human rights lawyer, was she really a normo? I'm always very proud of her when I see her speaking at the International Court of Appeals in Strasbourg, you know, with her robe on. Some outlets playfully changed up the coverage with headlines like internationally acclaimed barrister Amal Alamuddin marries an actor. The same is true when you look at Deschanel's Reese Witherspoon's, Margot Robbie's, Oprah's, or Adele's partners. They may not be as famous as their actor spouses, but they're still very successful with a lot of power in their industries, and could even bring an even higher net worth to the marriage. Still, we consider these hugely successful people normal when placed in the context of a celebrity pairing because they're relatively freer from fame, including its downsides. They're less affected by the vicissitudes of public whim that their more exposed partner may feel controlled by in an industry where their popularity determines their bankability and the roles they're offered. People feel like they can say whatever they want to me. And I get it, I'm a fantasy or a joke, but I have feelings. Today, we can increasingly see how that lack of fame can seem glamorous. Margot Robbie said she made a conscious choice not to date other actors, not out of any dislike of actors, but in order to avoid the double scrutiny that comes from two famous people being together. We also associate the normal person's life with intangible spiritual benefits, like unpretentiousness, realness, and the freedom that comes with privacy. This has to be a very secret visit, okay? Don't worry, this is my school, and I'm away around, come on. Scarlett Johansson's Charlotte in Lost in Translation is stuck in a rut like a number of other normal characters, but she also embodies the freedom that Bill Murray's Bob Harris doesn't have. Charlotte can roam around Tokyo while Bob feels stuck in the hotel in his pointless celebrity life. Charlotte gets him out of the hotel and into the city to meet her friends. I'm going out with some friends later if you want to come. 
helping him unlock fun and a spiritual freedom that it feels like he's lost. Celeb Normo stories imply that the Normo has a powerful inner compass. Due to not being caught up in our modern fame and social media machines, they're the only one who can see the celebrity's true nature and remind them, or us, what really matters. In The Truman Show, Truman doesn't know he's the star of a non-consensual reality TV show, but instinctively feels trapped by the artifice he senses around him. And he's drawn to Normo, Sylvia, a bit guest star on the show because she's the only one who's honest with him. We have so little time. They're gonna be here any minute. Who are? They don't want me talking to you. Sometimes the Normo's power for the celebrity can stem from having shared in their pre-fame past. Many real-life and fictional celebrity Normo pairings fit into the childhood, high school, or college sweetheart who lives through the celebrity's rise to fame, a common occurrence, especially in certain industries like European football or soccer. The non-famous sweetheart becomes an anchor, uniquely equipped to see the real person behind the famous persona and remember who they were before. It's nice to see you like this again. Like what? yourself. While there may have been a time when being a celebrity felt universally aspirational, today there's an increasing recognition that obtaining money, fame, and power often comes with the cost of any sort of life that's yours and yours alone. Ultimately, celeb normo stories remind us just how much can get lost when you chase fame and prioritize the wrong things. But even more importantly, they magnify all the things about normal life that we too much take for granted. I feel like you're never alone. Well, I'm alone now. Well, I mean, yeah, other than Kofi. And I'm not being dramatic, but I will say this. Dating someone like you will most likely ruin a girl's life forever. In these recent celeb normo stories, the normo not knowing much about or being overawed by the celebrity establishes an equality in the couple's dynamics, which wouldn't be possible if the celebrity tried to date an odd fan. Who the hell do you think you are, man? Some fan? No, I'm not a fan. Just... Well, I mean, I am now. This marks a shift from how the celebrity Normo story used to play out. In Notting Hill, while the romance happens in the real world, it still feels like a fairy tale from the off, with Anna Scott introduced as rarefied and dazzling, impossible not to recognize, just as star Julia Roberts was at the time. I don't think you'll believe who was just in it. Meanwhile, we're invited to see Hugh Grant's William as the most Normo of Normos, despite the beautiful Notting Hill flat. His business is failing. He appears to be stuck in a rut. Divorced. Used to be handsome, now kind of squidgy around the edges. <laughs> and absolutely certain never to hear from Anna again once she's heard that his nickname at school was Floppy. And so the serendipity of this meeting with a celebrity acts as a potential ticket out of this old, dull life and into a new, more exciting one. While at the same time, for all Anna's celebrity and stardom, it's clear she craves the normality of everyday human connection and an unfiltered authenticity which William represents. So the fairy tale fantasy is mutual. It's William having his life elevated and Anna meeting someone who loves her for her. I can't believe you have that picture. You like Chagall? I do. It feels like how love should be. If we compare that to Starstruck, which mirrors and gender flips the same plot, Tom is introduced to Jesse and us just as a normal guy in a bar. We learn of his fame at the same time as Jesse does, and it's not depicted as super seductive and exciting. Likewise, in Marry Me, Charlie gets dragged along to Kat's concert, while in Station Eleven, Miranda meets Arthur by chance when he notices her drawing, and she doesn't really care about his movies, a fact that increasingly bothers him. It's a two-hander. 
Do you know what a two-hander is? I don't like movies. So while in Notting Hill, Hugh Grant's William clearly knew he'd landed the lottery that Anna even looked at him. In these recent examples, the Normos are, though shocked and excited, not placing the celebrity on a pedestal. And this enables honesty. Jesse doesn't pander to Tom like everyone else. She dismisses his profession in their first meeting before she knows who he is. What do you do? I'm an actor. Oh, no thanks. And even later, in a vicious fight, she reveals she doesn't hold it sacred. You're an actor. What does that mean? It means you're boring, and I can't make you interesting. While in that moment she's being harsh, she's then equally authentic when expressing positive things, like being impressed with his audition. I don't want to freak about that. That was really good. And this general feeling of truth between them is the ultimate equalizing force. Whether there's fame involved or not, a notable imbalance of power within a relationship can often spell its doom. And some stories about a person becoming famous capture how this can introduce an unequal power dynamic that destroys a relationship. In Yesterday, a singer-songwriter Jack's star rises, his newfound celebrity stops his schoolteacher love Ellie from committing to him, knowing that their two lives are becoming too different. I'm an actual schoolteacher in actual low stuff, and you're the world's greatest singer-songwriter. No, I'm not. Except I'm... that you probably are. We think the money and fame would be guarantees of happiness, but here the focus is on all the good stuff that gets lost. 2001 film Rockstar deals with a similar dynamic when Mark Wahlberg's tribute singer suddenly becomes a big, hard-partying rock star and alienates his loyal, normo girlfriend Jennifer Aniston's Emily. In the end, he realizes that rock star lifestyle isn't worth it, and he works instead toward finding creative originality, which is, like in those recent examples, neatly paired with the Normo's love. In Marriage Story, we also see how a shifting power dynamic can alter the fabric of a relationship. When Charlie and Nicole met, Nicole was the famous one. In the beginning, I was the actress, the star. Who felt some creative validation from the attentions of Charlie, a less famous but hip, cool, under-the-radar theater director. But as Charlie's star began to rise and they made family decisions all around his career, she felt an erasure of her sense of self. I realized I... I didn't ever really come alive for myself. I was just feeding his aliveness. Their marriage falls apart as both partners fixate on what they had to give up for their relationship. Instead of seeing each other as equals, building something together. I was hot shit. I loved you and I didn't want to lose you. But I'm in my 20s and I didn't want to lose that too and I kind of did. Meanwhile, sometimes what seems like a fairy tale romance to the Normo is actually a celebrity being predatory with young fans or showing a fleeting desire for casual sex or experimentation. I called all five of her numbers. She never answers. See, here, here's, here's the thing. See, she can reach me, but I can't ever get her. The reality of the celebrity Normo pairing is that while it's a lovely rose-tinted fantasy to imagine getting the best of both worlds, you can get the worst of both worlds too. On Adele's Woman Like Me, she heartbreakingly processes the breakdown of her marriage with charity CEO Simon Konecki, singing, We come from the same place, but you will never give it up. Similarly, when discussing the near breakdown of his marriage with hairstylist and makeup artist Gillian Fink, Patrick Dempsey alluded to the pressures and opportunities of fame as having taken precedence over their relationship, saying, You can only do one thing at a time and do it well. Our union has to be the priority. During their reconciliation, Dempsey pulled away from his side hustle of running a racing team, publicly acknowledging that you can't do everything and marriage requires work and sacrifice. It's been work for both of us. These real examples and the more realistic portrayals remind us that any relationship has to be built from within, not defined by the world outside it. It's because you're a celebrity chef. <laughs> Who came up with that term anyway? It's so pretentious. 
There's something about both these stories and some real life examples that can be deeply touching and heartwarming. Sasha Tran, can I hold your purse for you? As random as it might sound that Jerry Seinfeld fell for a PR exec at a gym who would become his wife, Jessica, a best-selling cookbook author. That Juliana Margulies doesn't just play lawyers, but married one and husband Keith Lieberthal. Or that even Notting Hill star Julia Roberts lived that fantasy for real a year or so after the film with cameraman Danny Motor. Many of these relationships have lasted and resulted in happy-seeming families. So they remind us just how mysterious and life-changing true connection is, how it can happen to anyone when they least expect it. I haven't even felt happy in a while, you know? But I felt good this afternoon. I felt good being with you. Starstruck's first season ends with both characters confronting their nerves as they decide whether to start a true relationship together. And the show's title takes on another meaning, that anyone in love is starstruck, blown away and scared out of their minds. It doesn't matter what anyone on the outside thinks, if the people on the inside are two equals who respect and appreciate each other, this is their love story to determine. You totally don't have to stay No, there. no, please, I'd like to. This is The Take on your favorite movie shows and culture. Thank you so much for watching and for supporting us. Please subscribe and never miss a take.